What's good? It's the Pigpen Podcast. We got a, a quick hitter today, so this is going to be another short one. Uh, they will start to ramp up in length once the actual season uh, comes about, but we're really just doing quick hitter news at the time. And right now, we got the, the Trent Williams news, so we're going to break that down no more than 10 to 15 minutes today, unless I just break out into a ridiculous rant, which at the time, I don't really pr- plan to break out into a ridiculous rant, but hell, uh, we never know what could happen here. So we're going we're gonna to have my intern, intern roll the music, and we'll get into this Trent Williams podcast. Okay, so full disclosure here. We're going to get into this. If this is your first time listening, uh, follow me on Twitter at den underscore David. Full disclosure here, uh, I recorded uh, this podcast uh, like an hour ago, and literally 10 minutes after I finished recording up on why the Redskins should pay Trent Williams, Jason LaConforna reported that Trent Williams demanded a trade based on how the Redskins handled his injury situation. So I'm going to leave the part uh, about paying Trent Williams on the back half of this episode. So it is going to be a little bit longer than 10 to 15 minutes, as I promised, but that's just kind of what happens. I'm going to leave that at the back half, uh, just in case for whatever reason, this report from uh, Jason LaConforna isn't completely accurate. I'm not questioning his report or his sources, but sometimes this is just how things go. So I'm going to just leave that on the back half. But we are going to talk about the report. Uh, as always, like I said, follow me on Twitter at Den underscore Day. Let me know your thoughts on this entire Trent Williams debacle on what has really ruined what, uh, what was a pretty good offseason for the Redskins. I mean, this has been a really good offseason, uh, to put it uh, nicely. This has been great. Uh, this is not good news uh, in the slightest. So he's reporting... Uh, that Trent Williams has told his teammates uh, that he does not want to play here in D.C. based on how the Redskins have handled his medical situation. I'm assuming that's just based on this offseason. That could be uh, back to a few years because he has been injured basically every every year since 2013. 2013 was the last time he played 16 games, so he's been injured every year since then. This is awful news. I mean, this this really is... The worst thing that could happen to the Redskins at this particular point in time. He has been the best player almost every single year that he's been on the team. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler. You don't accidentally become a seven-time Pro Bowler. That's not exactly rocket science. So the fact that he is demanding a trade or at least reports of him demanding a trade have surfaced, it's certainly not a good thing for the Redskins because when you look across the league, uh, trading is all about gaining assets. And it sucks that we have to kind of put players in a position where they are literally just assets in this little game that we play. But that's kind of how this works. So that's how how we're going to tackle this situation. The Redskins trading Trent Williams, they need to gain assets back. And that's probably the biggest issue with this situation. The second biggest issue, the biggest issue is your best player doesn't want to be there. But the second biggest issue is what exactly across the league can you get back for Trent Williams? He's a great player. You can make a legitimate argument that he could be when healthy, the best left tackle in football. But can they actually get anything back from him that would match his current value if they trade him? And I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know what the, you know, in the NFL, we trade a lot of draft picks. You know, draft picks are traded a lot for players. I don't know what the market draft pick wise is for a left tackle who's 31 years old with a history of entries who also kind of wants a new contract. That seems like a whole lot. Like it kind of worked a little bit with Antonio Brown, but he didn't have the injury situation and he's a wide receiver. And 
I mean, while we could sit here and debate who is more important on a football field, to a lot of teams, they're going to give up more for a wide receiver than they will for an offensive lineman. It sucks. Offensive linemen are probably more important than a wide receiver, but that's just how the league works. So what can the Redskins get back for Trent Williams? And the answer to that is probably not a lot. Uh, so that automatically puts the Redskins at a disadvantage. You can't really flip-flop left tackles in a trade. If you do go about that route, you are losing because you are losing value because very few people are as valuable as Trent Williams and that they even are in that class of value that Trent Williams carries, they're probably not going to get traded. That's just kind of how that works. Like a team is not going to give up a left tackle that they think is awesome for another guy to someone else. That just isn't how that works. The Redskins don't really have a great replacement for that left side of the line because it is the blind side of the quarterback. So whoever is going to be under center for us, whether it be Keenan McCoy or Dwayne Haskins, whoever is there, Trent Williams is going to be a big role in protecting them and really making this offense go. So at this point, I would I don't know how true the rumors actually are. And once again, I'm not debating what Lock and Forna heard or what the sources have told him, but we have seen situations before where stuff like this arises and it turns out to be nothing. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen very often, though. Usually this does have some sort of weight or some sort of backing to it, and that's terrible for the Redskins because he has been their best player really for the past decade. I mean, ever since he joined the team, he's probably been their best player. You could make the argument for Ryan Kerrigan. I think that's a fine argument. Ryan Kerrigan has been great, but Trent Williams has been the guy, and now the guy doesn't want to play for you. So do you go about trading him? Or do you go about making other necessary moves inside the organization to make him happy? And that's a pretty bold thing to do for an offensive lineman, but it's not completely insane. It's not completely asinine by any stretch of the imagination because he is worth it. And if he wants a new contract, give him the new contract. But if we need to part ways with people in the medical system with the Redskins, the ones that handled this poorly. I don't know if this is, this might be with the the tumor thing. I don't really, we didn't, we don't have a whole lot of information on his injuries this offseason. I know that he had the, the tumor situation in his head, the scalp surgery that Jay Gruden called it. We don't really know a whole lot about that though. It's been relatively kept, or it's been kept relatively under wraps and that may be for the better. I mean, everyone deserves their privacy, but we don't really know a whole lot about that. But I'm just saying, if it comes down to flipping some jobs elsewhere in the team to keep Trent Williams happy, I'm not above that. I think that's actually probably a really good move, considering everything that we've done this offseason. Trent Williams is a pretty key piece moving forward if the Redskins want to be successful on offense, because he's going to be a very big part to protecting the important players on offense. So I think that if uh, if there's someone in particular that Trent Williams wants gone, you know, push him out the door. I, I mean, personally for me, that extends to top, you know, top down. If Trent Williams is like Bruce Allen, get Bruce Allen the hell out. Unfortunately, that's not how this works. And, you know, Bruce Allen isn't going to fire himself. And I don't think Dan Snyder would fire Bruce Allen at the request of Trent Williams, uh, because all the, while Trent Williams is, is a great player, he is still an offensive lineman. And, uh, you know, like I said, with the Antonio Brown stuff and the, the trades, you know, the market value for offensive linemen in terms of the eyes of other people that ne- that aren't necessarily big football guys. And Dan Snyder, as we know, is not a football guy. Uh, they, they don't value offensive uh, linemen 
in as much. So Dan's not going to get rid of Bruce Allen for Trent Williams, but I'm not like get rid of anyone if it means keeping Trent Williams happy. He really is that damn good and he is that worth it. Uh, so th- those are just some quick general thoughts based on the Jason Lockenforna report. I really hope that I don't Get, uh, get out get off this podcast stop taping and then like 10 minutes later uh, some more news breaks because that just would really make me a little upset but that's kind of the news there uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we will jump into uh, the pace stuff with Trent Williams in the event that this report from Lock and Forna has not is not real or does not actually come to the to fruition and that we all really don't want it to come to which would be Trent Williams obviously leaving it would be really nice if Trent Williams comes out and says no that's just not real I don't know if that's what we're going to get so quick break then we'll get into the, the pay stuff uh, with Trent Williams and maybe a little bit more positivity in regards to uh, the silverback so we're going to discuss this Trent Williams situation. Uh, this is kind of the biggest news that has come out of the Redskins uh, team, the camp, uh, the mandatory OTAs, really this entire season. And it comes at really a terrible time. It's the worst thing that's happened to the Redskins, I would say, at this point, this offseason. And what's been a pretty solid, if not great, offseason for the team. Uh, so basically, the gist of this, if you're not familiar, Trent Williams wants his money. And we know as Redskins fans, he is not only one of the best left tackles in football, but you could make a a serious argument that he is, when healthy, the best left tackle in football. And he's kind of doing the the holdout thing. You know, he's not at mandatory minicamp because he wants a, a new deal. And when he signed the deal that he currently has, it was a big money deal for a left tackle. But he signed that deal you know, roughly three years ago. And as the market generally tends to do, it has expanded greatly. And he kind of paved the way for other guys, the position to get money. But now he's three years into a contract. And when he looks at some of the top paid uh, offensive linemen and tackles in general, he's not very high on the list because of that market expansion. So he wants to get his money. Right now, he's the eighth Uh, eighth highest paid player, eighth or ninth highest paid player uh, of the offensive lineman. So he gets paid $13.2 million a year. Uh, That would be his salary for this season. Trent Brown is the lead man at 16.5. Below him are guys like Taylor Luan, uh, Nate Soldier, Jake Matthews, Zach Martin, that Dallas Cowboy guy who spells his name Zach with a K. Not a shot at anyone who spells their name with a K. I just, I think that's, it's very unique. Uh, All the Zachs I know spell their name with an H, but he spells it with a K. He's also Dallas Cowboy, so we don't like him very much. Uh, Donovan Smith, Andrew Nor- uh, Norwell, ew, excuse me, I'll butcher that one up, and Russell Okun. At one point, Russell Okun was like kind of a good offensive tackle. Uh, he, I think he and Trent were drafted the same year, but as the years have progressed, Trent Williams is far better than Russell Okun. He's far better than a lot of the guys on this list. So I understand his point. He wants his money, but th- this is kind of a catch-22. It's one of these situations where no one, I don't think, is inherently wrong, but no one is inherently right either. Trent Williams deserves to get paid because, as I mentioned, he's probably the best left tackle in football. But there, when you sign contracts, I, I, I'm very in the middle on this because when you sign contracts, ideally you are expected to to live out that contract at least uh, for the four, if he signed a five-year deal, so at least four of the years you would expect to, to live that contract out. So I don't like the idea that he is wanting that new money now, especially coming off the fact that he, he hasn't played 16 games 
since 2013. And in the last three years, he's missed close to 30% of the games played. Now, in football, that's a little different because he only plays 16 games. But this is the best left tackle in football. We would like to have him every single game. And there is a problem paying him a lot of money. And I would assume that if he does, the money that he's asking for would put him probably above Trent Brown or at least close to it. So that's looking at 16, 17 million dollars a year. That's a whole lot of money to invest in a guy that might not be there every single week. And he's coming off that head injury this year that we didn't really know a whole lot about. It's a very scary injury uh, that he had a tumor in his head. He's coming off of that. So there's a high likelihood that at 31 years old, he might never play 16 games again moving forward. So do you really want to invest large amounts of money into a guy that might not be there for 16 games? That's kind of a, it's a tough situation for the Redskins to be in, but I understand it from Trent's point because he is that damn good. And at least on paper, when he is healthy, he is worth every single penny that the Redskins have paid him. And he is worth just about every single penny that they can pay him moving forward. Whoever lines up at quarterback this year, whether it's Case Keenum or if we decide to go Dwayne Haskins early, I don't think we're going to go with Haskins that early unless he just really surprised in the preseason. But regardless of who is at the quarterback position, having the left tackle be Trent Williams is a massive, massive luxury for that quarterback. He's protecting the blind side. I I never played quarterback when I played football, but I would imagine getting hit from the back probably sucks, especially if you're not seeing it. And with the, the schedule that the Redskins have, we're going to face some very good pass rushers this year. And the last thing we want is to shift somebody over to that left tackle who's not Trent Williams and then have Khalil Mack line up over him for like 40 snaps. That That's a recipe for disaster right there. So... The, the 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 timing of it is, is still terrible, but you have to pay Trent. This is not a situation where you can just decide, you know what, we're going to part ways with Trent Williams and we're going to trade him. Basketball and football are a little different, but at the end of the day, when you are making a trade, you are looking to get assets back. And I don't really know what assets the Redskins could receive in a deal for Trent Williams that would be better than Trent Williams. You're not giving up a first round pick for an offensive tackle in the league. That's just not what their market value is. So no one's going to do that. And you're not swapping left tackles because, as I mentioned multiple times, I'm going to say this a lot more throughout the course of this podcast, Trent Williams is probably the best left tackle in football. You're not swapping and gaining in that situation, even if it's somebody that wants less money. So there's not a whole lot of suitable replacements or ways the Redskins can go to avoid paying Trent Williams where they actually win the situation, at least in the short term. And we're kind of looking at football as a short term thing right now. You know, we're not looking at the long term game five, six years down the road. We're looking at this in the short term. There's not a whole lot they can do in the short term that would be considered a win if it involves moving Trent Williams. That's a guy that you need to keep. He's the best left tackle the Redskins have had since Chris Samuels. And he's really, for lack of a, he's been the best player uh, since he's really been here. I mean, it's him and Kerrigan. You can kind of flip a coin on who you would like. But Trent Williams is a seven-time Pro Bowler. And you're not accidentally a seven-time Pro Bowler. And you're not going to get anything like that in return. So I'd, it, it feels like he's backing the team in a quarter, a little bit in a corner, I should say a little bit. And oftentimes I'm, I, I like being pro player. I, I think the, the game of football is very dangerous. And I think guys taking advantage uh, of their position to, 
to benefit financially is a huge positive for the league going forward, but it does seem like he's almost backing the team in a corner a little bit. Why is this just being discussed now? Could this not have been discussed earlier that at least gives the Redskins a little bit more options headed to the draft if they wanted to go and part ways with Trent Williams, which by the way, I don't think they should part ways with Trent Williams. I think the solution here is to pay Trent Williams and then pay Brandon Sheriff. The offensive line is a very important piece to being a good football team, and especially with some of the guys that we have uh, coming up, the youngsters who are going to be on short-term rookie contracts, this is the time to pay the guys up front. You know, when you have Darius Geis, who's going to be, he's not going to be getting paid for a while, for a few years. Uh, Bryce Love, who's not going to be getting paid uh, for a few years. And then if Dwayne Haskins really, truly uh, turns out to be the future of the quarterback for this franchise, he's not going to get paid for a few years. This is the time to pay the offensive line. And we've had a pretty decent offensive line for the past few years. And it really starts with Williams and Sheriff. I just hate the fact that Trent Williams is asking for money now. Uh, right before Brandon Sheriff is going to get paid because the Redskins are now going to have to shell out a whole lot of money for those two guys. And they're going to be worth it, but it is a whole lot of money uh, to shell out for just those two guys at this particular point in time. Uh, So the timing of it is absolutely awful, but the bottom line is you have to pay Trent Williams. Now, there are ways they can go about this to, to make it an easier deal uh, on them to pay, to to free up a little bit of money. And I've talked about this before on this podcast. I know I'm not the only one on the Hogshaven site that has talked about this, but what is the realistic future of Josh Norman with this franchise? Letting him go, it does open up cap space and that does open up some sort of cap space that you could then use to pay Trent Williams and then to pay Brandon Sheriff. Now, it's not a whole lot of space that's opened up just by cutting Norman. It's not going to be enough to pay both of them, but it certainly makes uh, kind of the burden of paying both of those two guys significantly easier if they don't have Norman's contract on the books. Now, is that a situation we want to do at this point in time? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't really know what goes on in the offices at Redskins Park. I would assume that this is something they were baffled by at this particular point in time, the whole Trent Williams contract situation, but you kind of had to see it coming because he really is that damn good. So that's something that I'd like to know people's thoughts on. Like, Do you think it would be worth uh, cutting Josh Norman and getting rid of him to free up that cap space to then use it to pay both Trent Williams and Brandon Sheriff, because those two guys are the anchors on this offensive line. Uh, If we want to be successful in the near future offensively, those are two guys that are going to be very important to that process. you got to give them their money. This isn't a situation where we can just trade Trent Williams or just deal with just one or the other. You want both Trent Williams and Brandon Sheriff together on the offensive line. I mean, pairing him with Morgan Moses is great. Whoever we decide to put a guard and center, that's great. But you want Sheriff... uh, and uh, and Trent Williams there. Those are the two guys that you absolutely need on this offensive line to be successful. So I think it's not a terrible idea to let go of Josh Norman uh, to free up money and pay those guys. But I also don't think it's a bad idea to keep Josh Norman. Uh, I know some people kind of kind of got the vibe that that's what I was saying when discussing the possibility of cutting Josh Norman uh, the last time I did one of these podcasts. That is not the case. I think Josh Norman is very good. I don't think he 
I don't think we appreciate him as much because his numbers uh, aren't as great as we would hope them uh, to be. But I do think he does a relatively good job. He just gets paid a lot more than I would want to pay him. Um, so I would say that if if push really comes to shove, you ditch Norman to keep Trent Williams and Brendan Sherrod. But I'd love to know everyone else's opinions. Let me know on the comments section uh, at Hogs Haven or let me know on Twitter at Denton underscore Day. That's going to wrap it up. Like I said, this is super quick. We're just kind of doing uh, the, the one hitter news pieces as we get closer to training. Camp will start to ramp things up a little bit, then hopefully by the time the season uh, comes around, we'll be knocking hopefully maybe uh, two of these out per week. I know there are, there are a couple other um, people that you know everyone needs to get their their share on on the schedule here, but I, ideally I'd like to do two a week once the season really gets ramped up. So hopefully we will get uh, to that. But that's going to do it for me uh, th- this week. So hopefully we get some positive news on this front in the near future. Uh, until then, I'll see you guys next time.